All right, gentlemen. Are we ready? Yaga's coming. Parabellum. Geek Anthology. I am your host, Neil Cordray, and I am joined this week by... And... And today, um... I'm not sick, and we're recording again. Uh, so... Back to more movie reviews, because we don't do... Because it's the summer, and it's summer blockbuster season, and... Oh, John Wick. John yeah, it's also Wick. John fucking Wick. Wick. Yes, <laughs> we, we carved out an exception for this because this is this is a series of things we've been doing. We've yeah. been doing all the John Wick movies. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, which and if you've been on the internet ever, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a bit. That's, that's yeah. that's Your sequence a bit. breaking here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the last while in we in uh, the last while in Geek. Yes. Um. So, E3 happened as of recording last week. Um, many, many things were announced because it was E3. The short version is just do a search on E3 and you'll hear most of the things yeah. we mentioned in passing. Uh, we're going to mention a few things in passing because they piqued our attention. They are um, cool as fuck. Cyberpunk 2077 got, got a release date, April of next year. Um... Which is the time when I have to get a new computer by because my computer can't run it. April sixteenth, to be precise. You always have to check and make sure it's not April first. Yeah. Right. Well, it, yeah. Um, Sometimes it actually is though, and that's always amusing when a giant corporation's like, "No, please, guys, we're serious. Trust us. This is not a thing. It just happens to be on the first. I can't remember. There All was right? some game that. <laughs> what. Well, <clears throat> I seem to remember there was some game that released legitimately and for free on April 1st. Um, and I can't think of it. Oh, no, I remember what I'm getting confused with. Um, last year, uh, Path of Exile did a Battle Royale mode for April 1st. Ah. And they legitimately released a Battle Royale mode. They didn't just make a trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was only and it was only available for one day before they turned it off. Interesting. <laughs> it's both a joke and not a joke at the same time. Right? That's very meta. Yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of established games will have, will release what have previously been joke things yeah. For real on April first, because why not? Cow level. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, goat simulator. Right. I think goat simulator released on April first. As I think about it. Um, and then, so I mean, we also have one of my personal favorites, The Outer Worlds. Um, it looks very good. It's Fallout in space from the look of things. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah it's another freaking uh, October twenty fifth. It's another Epic Store exclusive, which everyone's getting mad about. Um, but the reason a lot of people are getting mad about this one, um, this one and Shenmue 3 uh, was also recently picked up as an, as an Epic's game exclusive. And people are really mad about this, not because of the standard Gur, Anger, Tencent, and, and Epic are buying all the games, but because they had previously been announced as, non, as non-storefront exclusives that have now been 
that have now been acquired for exclusivity, similar to the Metro uh, Last Light or the the Metro whatever it was game uh, that released a few yeah. months back. Yeah, yeah. They had had pre-orders on Steam, and then suddenly it's an Epic Games Games exclusive for six months. Okay, now that I could understand getting pissed off about. Now yeah. they still honored the pre-orders on Steam and still let it be released on Steam for those pre-orders, but yeah. you wasn't available for sale for <laughs> however many months. And so that's something that people have been getting a little, been in a little bit of a twist over, um, which I Out can't say I really blame them. Okay, because Outer Worlds I saw on... I thought I saw that on Steam. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a timed exclusive on Epic Games like everything else is right now, because huh. Epic is trying very hard to make people install their, their, uh, their shitty storefront. All right. And like I'm, yeah, like everyone agrees, their storefront really sucks. Um, it it's missing features like a shopping cart. Yeah. Seriously? Wow. I it's mean, on I was their roadmap for some success. Nuance, but then you're like, it doesn't have a shopping cart. I'm just like, you have to buy each game individually, and there have been bugs reported where. Uh, during their, they had a big sale recently, and there was a bug reported that re- that flagged. Accounts as potentially being taken over because too many games were being bought in rapid succession. Oh, for God's sake. It's like... Who could have not foreseen that? I know! It's like, hey, giant sale, you want to buy a bunch of games? Oh, you're going to buy a bunch of games? Flag. Well, what, and you're buying... And, and you just bought 20 games over the course of, like, five minutes, and you had to check out each one individually? It's almost that's like... Un, that, that's uncommon... Um, like, it, and also it, it didn't help that I'm sure credit cards were shutting down over it too because oh, it's like, yeah. wait, you had 20, 20 charges to oh, yeah. the epicgamestore.com over the course of five minutes? That's fraud. It's like, we flag this because nobody uses the Epic Game Store, so it's suspicious. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and why didn't you put them okay, all in the shopping cart? Oh, wait. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, the, so there's... That and then what else we got? Um, games. Watch. Well, various uh, quick hits here from you know, generally E three related stuff here. Uh, for those that are uh, Torchlight fans or are interested in the game but don't really play PC, Torchlight Two is coming out for PS four on uh, September the third, and uh, that's for those that don't know. It's like a uh, it's like a Diablo esque game because surprise, former uh, former Blizzard, Blizzard employees. Uh, employees. Yeah. Came together, made the studio, made the game, mm-hmm. and it's right. a sequel. Uh, and yeah, unlike the first game, it's uh, it's multiplayer co-op. It's good time. We played through like the first act. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stop. We can vouch for the co-op. <laughs> yeah, you know, life and other games got yeah. us distracted, but we had a lot of fun when we played through mm-hmm. what we played through. I recommend the Berserker class. It's like you know, cartoon, even more cartoony Wolverine. Snicks. I was I was playing uh, the engineer, and I like building turrets, so that worked for me. And yeah. I was playing the assassin. I can't remember what you were playing. Probably. It's up to yeah. you to remember what you were playing. That was like <laughs> I've slept since then. I'm old. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Well, to, <laughs> be fair, news, to be fair, I didn't even remember that Neil was the engineer. So yeah. I remember that Neil was in, in, the engineer. <laughs> in, in other geek news, um, Ben can sleep finally. <laughs> yes, he suffers from sleep apnea, and you got a CPAP machine. Congratulations. No, I didn't so much suffer from sleep apnea. Everybody around me suffered from my sleep apnea. <laughs> Having shared hotel rooms with you with you at cons in the past, I can vouch for that. Um, <laughs> so, so everyone else is rejoicing. Got it. Right, yes. Oh, my wife is like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, but now when you go from from stopping breathing 115 times in an hour to less than once an hour, yeah, 
It's Dude, almost like you're getting restful sleep for once. Exactly. Um, I should really probably see about that at some point. <laughs> see your doctor and see if CPAP is good is is the, is right for you. Um, so uh, we'll get new uh, the new. Did that cover everything for games? Oh no! Uh, no. no I, I was just, say we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, uh, Marvel's <clears throat> Avengers, which obviously you know licensed to print money and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's but it can't have the MCU people in it because that would cost probably more money than the license to print money that it would that it would be. As in the actors. Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. get the you, you can't put Robert Downey Jr.'s face on Iron Man because if you do that, then you have to pay Robert Downey Jr. Right. Uh, you also probably face. yeah for his face and probably his voice. Although you might get someone to impersonate him, but still, even then, right. that is so expensive. Yeah, yeah, and you, and you you can't even touch Chris Evans. Mm. You know, I'm sure there's a joke there, but we're gonna move on. Yeah, well, well, he's got America's ass. Yeah, you can't touch America's ass. That is America's ass. Yes, and well, and Chris Evans' birthday was this week, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. wished wished America's ass a, a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So that's uh, May 15th of 2020, so it's a ways. Pretty much everything's coming out in 2020 Except that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Except for Outer Worlds, yeah. Well, towards the... the um, I mean, that's a report with Torchlight, and, but that's September. Uh, uh, Borderlands 3 is coming out this year. Oh, uh, Doom Eternal is coming out November 22nd, so that's still this year. Uh, Doom 2016 was really fucking good. I, I really kind of want to replay it. Um, my computer probably can't run Doom Eternal. I, I'm running... I'm starting to... My six-year-old computer is finally starting to get to the point where it can't run things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's time for an upgrade. Oh, but, you know. Also, uh, mm-hmm. BL, um, BL2, Borderlands 2, free DLC. Uh, yep. Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary. Which is very fun. That's already um, available. Um, yeah, it's, I've, been play, I've been playing it the last couple days. It's a lot of fun. Oh, they announced Baldur's Gate 3, so that's yeah. huge news. Mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, there have been spiritual successors throughout the years, like Dragon Age series and such, mm-hmm. but not and, an uh, straight-up sequel. Yeah, and... And for those who uh, still have hold out hope for Fallout 76, evidently Fallout 76 is getting human be- human NPCs. Yay! Because they just, like... Uh, yeah. Because hey, you know that thing that like makes. the only thing that we're actually famous for being good at, right? Having interesting storylines and quests, we're gonna finally put that in this game, <laughs> right? Of course, and they're going, but then they're also doubling down on the on the you have to play this online with the fifty-two player mega arena battle battle war god zone. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah, because I want more people on my server. And you know what's really funny to me? Um, Like, the week after they announced all that, they had a free weekend for it. Which, I mean, is, yeah. And showed up? Well, very few people showed up for it, but it was like, so, hey, this game is really good. You should check it out. Here's a free weekend that no one shows up. It's like... No one's buying it, Bethesda. Yeah. Bethesda's kind of running out of good, I thought, I thought out of player good I doing a whole week. You're right; it was a week. It was a week. And yeah. the Bethesda managed to fuck up Fallout. I just really that's yeah. like that's like fucking up all, an Iron Man movie. Well, it's one of those things where it's like you take a beloved IP, and I mean you, they are they made Iron Man too. 
you, you make a cr- <laughs> uh, good uh, good shade there. You know, well Iron Man three, that was the one that, that, that screwed up for me. See, I thought Iron Man three was pretty good. I still have Iron Man two is boring as shit. Despite the fact that I own it on Blu-ray, I still haven't actually watched Iron Man three. I probably should one of these years. Well, you're gonna marathon. You're gonna marathon. Yeah, it's uh, like fix it then. When the uh, when when Endgame comes out on on Blu-ray, I'm going to go. do an MCU weekend marathon. Yeah. Word. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, we'll complain but, about not sleeping now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it just yeah, Bethesda. You've got all the elements, everything, but then said, "Hey, let's try and milk the players for more money." It's like, just release a good goddamn game. You'll get money hand over fucking fist. Mm-hmm. It's a, <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a risk, uh, reward, cost, benefit kind of analysis, and they really screwed up on the analysis. Yeah, they, it's like you know, when the reach exceeds their grasp, it can get pretty ugly, especially when it comes to a beloved franchise like that. Well, yeah, I mean, well, they all they do is say, well, "We're thinking about doing this," and then listen to what the fans say. They because jumped the on the live service bandwagon because that's how that's right. how all those pla- all these places make all that money is by having a game that you that that you play for a long time and you pay money for suits going online 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 games as a service games as a service and they just mm-hmm. followed the trends and uh, right yeah and, and unfortunate. You know, it's like playing Conan Exiles. Half of the fun, more than half the fun anymore for me is playing it on my you know playing it on my own. Uh-huh. You know, as opposed to, oh, great, I have to RP with other people, and, you know, and, and I just, I have my core group of people, of friends that, you know, that I could game with. I don't want to have to go and meet total strangers. Oh, yeah, and, I have to. Well, yeah. But that's, that's the thing, is with that, you can set up your own, you can set up your own and, you know, play it. Not an option with Fallout 76. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good Private idea. servers... I think are on their roadmap to success. Yeah, like too what, far down the road. Yeah, roadmap. why? Do you, <laughs> I, I feel like you should. Yeah. If you're on a, if you, 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 if you have a roadmap to success, you should get to success before you release the fucking game. Right. Well, it's like saying, well, we put a gas station on this roadmap to success. It's fifty miles further than your car can drive. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is like when Call of, when the Call of Duty series is like. Hey guys, uh, guess what you're not getting? Dedicated servers. Have fun. Yeah. And people are like, "What?" And there's just like massive backlash. Yeah. It just and so, deservedly so. Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, Division Two. Off on a rant, but uh, what's up? Is, is Division Two on your list? Oh uh, no, but it's worth mentioning. What happened yeah. with Division Two? Uh, it's coming. Uh, well, Division Two is out, and there is a Division movie in the works. Because Tom Clancy's estate doesn't need more money. Right? But yeah, evidently there's a Division movie. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people and entities that don't need more money, but if they put out a quality product, I don't care if they get richer. Right, exactly. And then... Um, if it sucks, then ultimately they'll stop getting the money. Exactly. So uh, uh, Fallout 76. Speaking of movies that, uh, that, that probably don't really need to be made... Um, the Banana Splits is getting a sci-fi original movie that's going to be rated R. Yeah. yeah. Yes, people, you heard me correct. Those of you who are Ben's age might you might remember the Banana Splits. <laughs> no, those of you who are my age might have actually seen the seen the the two existing seasons when they actually happened. 
If, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're a fan of that cheesy The House trailer, then do yourself a favor and look up the trailer for Bananas. Bananas. It's not as gonzo as that, but I mean, it's pretty House. Ridiculous. House. Yeah. <laughs> I told you you guys needed to see that trailer. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah. If the um, people don't know what we're talking about, listen to our trailers episode. Yes. Maybe and watch the playlist. Plug, plug, yeah. plug. It's fun times. Multimedia. So also, um, along those lines, Five Nights at Freddy's. Has a movie in production, which also doesn't really deserve a movie. But at least that's from a actual horror. Like, yeah. At least, a, at least a jump scare. The, okay, like, yeah. so property. for those of you who are not familiar with it, the Banana Splits was kind of like the the monkeys meets the Muppets. <laughs> or meets those creepy animatronic Chuck E. Cheese band things. Uh, well, they were people well, in. They, they were. They, they were. Well, they were people though, not yeah. robots. Yeah, they okay. were people in in for in in suits. Yeah. Fur suits. Uh, and they were. And if it was the Muppets, they'd have people's hands up their butts. Who knows? And in the Banana Splits show proper, they were just characters. They weren't live animatronics. Right. Yeah. Um, and. Um, I know far more about the banana splits than anyone my age should. You do. Well, that's kind of your thing, isn't it? Just like randomly knowing a lot about an inane subject that that <laughs> no, that someone my age should never even never even fucking heard about. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they 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 were a band. They played songs and they uh, um, they rode around in banana buggies. Yeah, they. Uh, it's a Sid and Marty Croft. Um, um, that that um, actually predated HR Puffin stuff. Um, God, I feel myself aging rapidly just talking about this. Why? You weren't alive for any of it. Um, yeah, and, and their theme song was the Tra La La song. Tra La La, Tra La La La. Okay, now that I have heard. Right. I yeah, guess it's, it's, it's been uh, referenced in other things so much. Mm-hmm. I just haven't actually seen the source material. Now I know how this, all those people that for some reason never actually saw Star Wars all the way through feel when they see it referenced in everything else yeah, right. all the time. And then there's, <laughs> and it's a, They're flip- rare, but they do exist. Yeah, so four characters, Flegel, Bingo, <clears throat> Drooper, and Snorky. Although, so. in the, uh, although in the theme, they just called him Snork. Mm. Because yeah, the additional syllable wouldn't have fit the cadence of the song. Yeah, so it was like... It was, uh, so I should say it was like the monkeys... Meets the Muppets with a little LSD thrown in. Yeah. Um, a little? Okay. And keep in mind, we're talking about the TV show Hey, Hey, It's the Monkeys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen that, is also a thing that's <laughs> yeah. very bizarre. <laughs> hey, hey, it's the Monkeys. Anyways, so what else yeah. we got going? Uh, let's see. We touched on most of the stuff. Um, uh, down the down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a deep rabbit hole. Because we are geeks. Uh, uh, there's Call of Duty. Uh, the new Call of Duty game is going to go back to Modern Warfare. So people that have kind of uh, written off the franchise for a while, like myself, uh, may want to check that out. Um, I've been experiencing back. Call of Duty fatigue. Yeah, they come out with a new one every six months. I'll, I'll it's be like John Madden. I'll be blunt with you. The last uh, the last Call of Duty game I played was Call of Duty Ghosts, 
which was like 2013 when the Xbox launched. That was a launch title, and I got that. That game was just kind of okay, and it was like the weakest Call of Duty game I played in a while, and I just lost interest after that. Um, it, it's I've heard it, it's been kind of off and on. It has been the general consensus from what I've like heard from people I know and what I've read online is like it's like hey this game's awesome this game kind of sucks this game's awesome this game kind of sucks mm-hmm. so I just kind of like eh it's, I'll wait and then it's like the Star Trek movies like <laughs> like the Black Ops games have supposedly been great lately that's what I've heard yeah, but Black like Ops the, has been the but place like to be. Infinite Warfare was garbage it was a big dumpster fire in space I hear so it just kind of varies. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is one of these days I'm just going to like I'm just going to like uh, GameFly or buy the cheap like the games and play through this play through the story. Is GameFly just... still a thing? Yeah, I mean they've been going more and more digital, kind of like oh. how Netflix transitioned from discs okay. to digital. But yeah, they're still very much a thing. I was not aware of that. I thought they had gone belly up a while back. I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. With game Tap. Right. Yeah. Game Tap died. Yes. Yeah. GameFly is going just. Yeah. Game Spot died. Going strong. Which, yeah. Uh, which brought down something. Um, oh, speaking of going belly up or not going belly up, Barnes and Noble just got purchased by a hedge fund management, which, which means it's probably going to die like like uh, actually Sears Roebuck and Toys R Us did when they got purchased by the problem. Hedge fund the fund problem management. there was they got purchased, bought out by people who did not know the industry that they were in, not unlike the last five CEOs of Barnes and Noble. However, uh, <laughs> the the guy who who's going to be the CEO of the of the no longer privately traded or pre- a publicly traded Barnes and Noble, uh, which is really the big the biggest thing is it's no longer stock market. So you're not they're not basically kissing the sh- the shareholders' asses. Um, That's useful. Uh, he actually has experience in the publishing industry. He knows the industry and he has... He used to run a Walden Books. <laughs> no. He bought Waterstones and saved it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He ran his own small book chain, got big enough that he bought Waterstones, pulled them out of hot water, hmm. um, and now is picking up Barnes & Noble. So there is hope. Now, there, it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's in the gonna get worse before it gets better. Um, but maybe Barnes and Noble will, you know, turn around and maybe start, you know, learning to compete. Um, it's just a, you know, there's a, there's a whole article I read about it, uh, which was in turn about the whole, hey, let's, let's shit on the digital industry while Amazon is going, hey, you know, don't like don't like getting shit on by your by your big five publisher because you're a midlist author and they won't uh, release your backlist. Bring them on over to us. We'll sell them for you. And yeah, it's just yeah. Like, so I don't think really anyone's going to be able to stop the juggernaut that is Amazon, though. Um, it's almost for, like that's the definition of a juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> well, there time is will, time will tell. Yeah, there there is talk about bringing I mean, it up. <clears throat> it is it was interesting when there's potential competition and you know yeah yeah we'll see what happens yeah it'll be worthwhile uh, I mean to be following. to be fair to be fair history is filled with supposedly unstoppable companies that when that then got stopped yeah. right or fell that apart mis- of their own volition that miscalculated I mean remember before before Microsoft was a thing IBM like. Pfft, Fuck you! You're, we're not going to buy your pissant little company. We're IBM. Nothing can we're stop IBM. us. We're IBM. What do you mean, DOS? Right. <laughs> Nothing stops IBM. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a thing. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So other quick hits here. Um, 
uh, other big story franchises that are a shock uh, alert. They're getting sequels. Uh, Halo Infinite, which I don't really know anything about, but it's, whenever something has infinite in the title, I'm always like skeptical. It's apparently right? the uh, the the next installment in Halo after Halo Five. Yeah. Which ended on kind of a downer note, we'll see. Well, as Halo games are wont to do until they until they end their story arc. Right. And uh, speaking of five, Gears of War five also a thing. E three search. If you Gears want to of War is still a thing. Wow. Yeah, that's another franchise that I just completely dropped. You know, like a sack of potatoes. I just I was, I loved the first two games, and I, I was just kind of like eh, and didn't really care. I didn't that. realize that they were still trying. That's they're, fun. They're still a thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so there's that. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I guess uh, there's we can talk about our whole like year of Keanu thing as we yeah. transition into the main topic. Yes, yeah, the year of Keanu Reeves. I like this it. Is, yeah, it's yeah. the Keanu Report. <laughs> um, so Keanu Reeves is in fucking everything right now. He is he's the, everywhere. He's everywhere. <clears throat> he's the Colin Farrell of 2019. Remember when Colin Farrell was in everything ever for like a solid yeah. year? It was just like yeah. Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell, well, Colin Farrell. The good Colin news Farrell. is he's more talented than Colin Farrell. So yeah, well, <laughs> and he's been around since what ninety uh, with Bill and Ted, and uh, and well, he, uh, yeah. the, one of my coworkers called him the internet, bo- the internet's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a that's an interesting sobriquet. Well, I mean, because with Always Be My Maybe, um, he's, <laughs> you know, where he plays this this uh, narcissistic parody of himself. Uh, you know, so he can make fun of himself. He's got comedic chops. I mean, he started in a comedy, Bill and Ted's, you know, uh, Bill, and Ted's Bill and Ted's... Excellent Adventure. Excellent Adventure. Well, his journey was the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, except actually Bill and Ted was not his first movie. No, it was, was the first big movie, though. Yeah, so yeah, it's the first movie that anyone knew him for, but he was... Uh, I mean, that's like saying, well, technically, Jennifer Aniston's first movie was Leprechaun. It's like, well, yeah, that's technically true, but yeah. not terribly relevant to her career. Except for, you know, a footnote of, this is what she did when I... I mean, sometimes that stuff does, though, because if the right person notices them, you know. Right. But I I don't... Not that I know of it in that particular... I'm I'm looking back back at his his filmography to see if there's anything that I've heard of. Yeah. Um, He plays the Buddha. No. The, uh, let's see, we had... Which Which is one I watched. Oh yeah, Point Break. That's that's what it was. Yeah, Point, Point Break, Break came out shortly after Speed. Bill Ted, of course. Yeah, Speed was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Matrix. Yeah. And uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic, which started uh, cyberpunk, which uh, which which transitions nicely into the fact that he's going to be yes. in the new cyberpunk game. Yeah. Going to be Johnny playing Spring. freaking Johnny Silverhand, which like. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, I'm not a cyberpunk guy. I mean, I like it. I like the genre, but okay, I haven't played so the games. In the cyberpunk games, there is a band called Samurai. Okay. Um, Johnny Silverhand is the lead singer for Samurai. Gotcha. Um, like, this isn't a character that they came up with for this movie. This is a right. deeply... It's like... That's cool. It's like um, in Vampire Bloodlines, the, the, the vampire that helps you out at the beginning of the game. 
Oh, uh, Smiling Jack. Smiling Jack. Yeah, Smiling Jack is like yeah, he's like a <coughs> rock star. He's yeah, like, he's fucking everywhere throughout the. He's lore all, of, all the lower right. excerpts. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. like it's, it's like kind Dodger. of the same thing with yeah, Johnny Silverhand. Okay, I can I can. Um, he he's like the Luke Skywalker of yeah, he, of cyberpunk. Um, interesting. Yeah, was, uh, I he took down an entire. I can't, I can't resist if if samurai fires their manager, do they become Ronin then? <laughs> no, if they leave their label, they become Ronin. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who they serve. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's also the uh, Johnny Silverhand is also the the sort of um, well, he's um, the icon uh, to to steal a word from Pathfinder, the iconic uh, example of the rocker boy class. Okay. Which is like... So is that like a feature bard? Uh, they're complicated. <laughs> well, I mean, bards can be complicated. Rocker boys are just like generally... Um, they're, they're punk rockers who move the masses. So yes, they're very bard. Yeah. Yeah, um, they they are they are the It's like they're the face on a massive scale. Right. Well, they're the Mary Sue of 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 because that's not accurate. Like Mary Sue is all, is omnipotent. But also they are flaw. But every Mary Sue is good with is good with a musical instrument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a specialist though. No, oh, yeah, no. Mary Sue is not, is really not the right term. It's more really. of a universal thing. But yeah, rocker boys or don't have necessarily. They could also be street poets, performance artists, things. Really, what they like, they don't. They are they are the leadership class. They inspire yeah. the masses, right? Not just inspire. Hey, you pick that lock better. Right. No it's more sort of like let's start a riot. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, and uh, but they are. Um, well, Johnny Silverhand is actually. Supposed supposed to be pretty much damn near impotent, impotent, not impotent. Well, omnipotent. 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 Uh, well, or something else. Well, Samurai is the most is is the most popular band in the in in the world, and he's their lead fucking singer. So that and he took, at, took down an entire um, uh, corporate arcology in one night. Yeah. Let, let me go out on the limb here and guess. His name's Johnny. He has a hand in silver. He has a cybernetic arm. His uh, left <laughs> arm is in fact sil- is in fact I am a genius. Cybernetic and is silver, which is interesting because he's he's uber famous and pretty damn rich and right. could really honestly afford a high quality prosthesis that looks like a like. But that's his brand. You don't yeah, you don't change the brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't change your brand. Yeah. Um, now Keanu Reeves is also, uh, you know, in. Um, I mean, like Cindy Crawford getting rid of the beauty mark, right? Right. It's exactly. like you could do it, but right, should also yeah. be pointed out that in all of the uh, promotional material, the jacket that the main character wears in Cyberpunk 20, 2077 is a samurai band jacket. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so also Keanu Reeves is in Toy, Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that aspect. Dude, oh, kaboom. I, yeah, I completely forgot about that, too. Yeah. Uh, and evidently he made the, when they offered him the script, he started peppering the, uh, the producers back with questions about the character that they're going, honestly, we didn't think about that. So <laughs> then we had to come up with the answers and give them back to him, and then he was on board. <laughs> um, That's funny. But yeah, and then of course, uh, so Cyberpunk 2077, 
the I, by the way, just as an aside, I love that Keanu uh, that, that Keanu approaches all all of that stuff in a similar way, where it's just like, okay, I really want to like get into this, understand this, not just like, oh, hey, that's an easy paycheck. I voice a zany character that, in the latest right. movie. That's yeah. one of the, yeah, that, that that's one of the things that's always been just like, he great seems about like a pro. He he, he, is, yeah. he treats everything with its utmost respect and like yes. Yeah. So I will take this seriously. This character, what's his name? Duke, Duke Kaboom. Kaboom. It's okay. like, I will be the zaniest Duke ever. It's like, oh, we're doing a movie where I shoot a bunch of guys. Okay, I will train my ass off and be like a legit good yeah. shooter. And then we'll get into the John Like, he'll do whatever he has to do. But I can imagine him going, what? So, what's his motivation? <laughs> so, yeah. Does he fear? What does he fear? Uh, you know, because... Um, but yeah, he's. Uh, but yeah, and I love. I watch the uh, the E3 reveal when he shows up at the end. It's like we got a city to burn down, and just the whole room goes ape shit. <laughs> and it's perfect timing too, with, with John Wick uh, yeah. three being still being in theaters, the right? Point, you know, it's like and, and cross then, promo. It's a marketer's cross promotional wet dream. Oh yeah. Well, and then and then. The thing, you know, the the uh, the 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 panel comes up. You got the smoke out on the stage, and there he is in you know in uh, you know in silhouette. And the room goes from ape shit to goddamn near riot. <laughs> you know, um, he's a good rocker boy. What can we say? Oh yeah, damn near, <laughs> damn near riot slash crowd fuel orgasm. <laughs> you know, and it comes out, and he's like. It's breathtaking. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. You know, meme. He, yeah, he he, he, he meme the thing. He he's he has the meme gene. It's yeah, like he does. It's like he doesn't he doesn't try. It just happens. Yeah, well, he's you know? he's such a he, he's it's because he's apparently just like genuine. Yeah, he's he's just this really cool dude. Well, I think that's I think that's the key ingredient there is uh, you know you, we live in an age where like everyone's trying to like come up with the perfect clickbait title or you know you know follow some trend or whatever. And when you have someone who just seems like a genuine cool dude like that, sometimes right. just people can. It's a universal thing where no matter you know what stuff you're into or what your beliefs are where you're coming from everyone just kind of recognizes the purity of that right like, of that identity yeah and he's he like just, hey he's just a genuine dude yeah he he he's really a decent human being i mean got stuck in and um, humble too yeah you know gets stuck at a you know on a on a flight that you know that suddenly canceled was like yeah hey. i had to do the bus trip thing yeah, yeah. i was like you guys want to like fantastic. charter a bus i'll get ice cream <laughs> yeah. And it takes, it takes like only went to like a Arby's or something. Yeah, it takes like fifteen like people from from like yeah. From, yeah from freaking I think it's like from Bakersfield to yeah, yeah. to L A. Yeah, it's like hey, you know, I just see that. Hey, who's going to uh, who's going to L A. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got a bus. Can you imagine the, the text chains from people telling their loved ones what happened? It's like the first message is like, oh man, my flight's delayed. Oh man, the flight's canceled. Oh, we're gonna have to do this bus. And then the next one's like, I'm on a road trip with Keanu. We're gonna keep buying food. 
<laughs> and he's like curating a playlist and yeah. trying to play tour guide to a place that none of us have ever been. <laughs> he's never been to either. He's just making shit up. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, uh, and then I mean he and then and always be my maybe he plays this narcissistic parody of himself. He can poke fun at himself and his his slow mo interest entrance has evidently become a meme. You know, <laughs> in and of itself. It's one of the the, the things that that, all, that always attracted me to Neil Patrick Harris too. Like, have you, have you seen him in uh, in the Harold and Kumar movies where he plays yeah where he plays an oversexed version of himself? Yeah. No, like I, I haven't watched the Harold and Kumar. It, they're, they're pretty they're, funny. They're they're pretty funny. Um, but it's like it, it's a similar thing, and I very much like that. And right. Yeah. I haven't seen Always Be My Maybe, so I'm trying yeah. to. It, well, Neil Patrick Harris is another one of those people who is just. Genuinely, that guy, right? You know, he's just yeah, his authenticity really shows as well. Yeah, yeah and because you know, uh, he, he just like the the uh, he, he's a oh uh, sorry Halloween the the Halloween family costumes. Oh yeah, those that, are great. Those are awesome, you know. And they you know, um, and when he hosts the Tony Awards. And even when he doesn't host the Tony Awards. Yeah, even when he doesn't host the Tony Awards. He hosts the Tony Awards. <laughs> I mean, he's just, yeah. No, no, Neil, you're not hosting this year. <laughs> right? Try and stop me. Right, try and stop me. Um, but, and then, I mean, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Just, you know, and I can see if Keanu uh, were to find somebody like Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. He would do shit like that. Probably. He's done a lot. He's done a ton yeah. of indie movies. You know. I yeah, mean, he's yeah he's he's got quite the you know variety in his uh, filmography as IMDb, if you will. And yeah. and what I also like about him uh, to bring it back around to the topic at hand because we are we do kind of need to get to the topic at hand. Yeah, we're we're, um, we're, we're, we're kind of tangent. Yeah, we're, yes. we're 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 getting there. Is he puts so much effort into everything and tries to do at, at, and will do literally as much as the insurance agents will allow him to do in any movie that he is going to be in, mm-hmm. and sometimes more than that if he can do so sneakily. Like the, yeah. You mean like the stunts and training? Yeah, and like stuff? the stunts and training. Yeah. Like, um, like for John Wick, he, he did three months of hardcore three-gun training to the point where he could really probably compete at it in a, at a professional level. <clears throat> right? Yeah, and Keanu Reeves is the kind of guy, when you think about it, if he's got his concealed carry permit, I don't ever want to meet him on the other side of a mugging. You know, I want him in front of me, <laughs> you know. Um, but, he does, but he doesn't radiate that whole... That whole um, What's the word I'm looking for? He's not like uh, Stallone or Schwarzenegger. You know, he doesn't radiate tough guy. It's it's more of a stoic danger dangerousness. Yeah. Than like a like, he's like not a tough. He's just dangerous. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he is tough. He's not. He's not buffed. 
Yeah. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't flex. Yeah, he doesn't basically. flex. Exactly. He, yeah, he's not. He's not built on you know on, on steroids. And, I, and often <laughs> in the real world, that is often an accurate situation where like the most dangerous people are the people that don't let you know that they're dangerous. Right. The and people they, that are all like, "Hey, look how strong and tough and mean I am." Like, yeah. Generally speak, they may be able to fight. They may be able to have like a basic level, but like the truly dangerous people that can really mess people up, kill people, or whatever. Right. They're the people you would never even notice. Yeah, they're, they're the guys when when you mug. They were like, J -j 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 you just don't want to do this, man. Right, really, I mean, look, yeah. here's 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, here, you know. here, have some money. I'm not giving you my entire wallet. Go away. Right. Go, go <laughs> yeah, it's it's the guy that tells you, please, you know. Or it's the guy, or, or it's the Uncle Iroh um, in, in uh, Avatar The Last... You're trying to mug me with... with you're, trying to, you're trying to knife mug me with that stance? <laughs> right. Um... Like no 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 you, you you shift your weight to your back foot because otherwise I can just push you. <laughs> right. well, and, and yeah, he's because the whole and uh, there was there was a uh, uh, there was an article. Well, I guess we should actually get to the so, John Wick. Yeah, John Wick three. Uh, it was. Don't forget spoiler of the week. Yeah. Oh, spoiler, spoiler of the week. Of the week. Um, John Wick kills people in this movie. Yeah, like a lot. A lot. Whoa! Right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Headshot. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does so with a with a variety of weapons, and typically when there are bullets involved, he'll finish. He'll he'll he will take a an extra shot or two to the head, just, just to, to be, be sure. Yeah, there's <clears throat> this isn't really spoilers because it's just you know a random kill, but there is one point where it's like okay, I can understand the extra shot to the head to be sure, but like. He shot this dude in the head four times. I'm like, do you really need four shots? Well, that, that seems a bit excessive. That that actually gets to, like, I enjoyed this movie, but I will say, of the three John Wick movies that I have seen, it is actually my least favorite. Yeah. Um, because it seemed to me that there were that a lot of the time, there were violent scenes for, like, there were there were overly violent scenes for the sake of their of of the scenes being overly violent. Yeah, I could see that. Um, <clears throat> like, uh, for example, without spoilers again, there is a early action sequence that felt that way. It was entertaining, but it kind of felt like it was kind of like flexing for the camera, like, hey, look how real this is. Eh, eh, eh. All the knives? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are certain parts yeah. of that where I'm just like, really? Mm. Is, is, that, is that necessary? And also, it, it, comes, it, it comes into play in the sense of, like, the authenticity to the character and situation where it's like it feels like this is very much a thing they are doing because it is a movie and not what would actually be done if this were real in this universe mm -hmm. and this suspension of disbelief where you're able to just buy and be like yes this is a thing there are the coins and the favors and this and that like you're in that like okay you accept as an audience member this is the world and this is how things work in this world mm -hmm. and this is how john wick operates or would act or react and then when they just do a thing because that's kind of cool you got like it takes away from that it yeah. doesn't feel like that's what john wick would do it's like if there's a more efficient way for him to neutralize the threat kill the person or whatever he would just do that and not what looks cool for the movie you know what i mean yeah. and i didn't notice that being so much over the top i mean there are a few places where you, yeah it could have been that way but again this was not so much um a it was it wasn't built on gr gratuitous violence. 
it was violent, but it wasn't built on. Well, I wouldn't say it was built on, but there were definitely some instances. There were some points that got a bit gratuitous. Yeah, which we can get to it. Um, But also ahead of this, uh, Halle Berry uh, trained with her dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, Those dogs were great. Those dogs were great. Fantastic. She actually worked with them. They were, uh, she was comfortable with them. They were, you know, on screen, she, you know, this was not just a handler off screen directing the dog. Right. That's cool. Um, she, yeah, she spent three months getting used to those dogs. Honestly, best supporting characters in the movie. Oh, <laughs> oh they were, they were so amazing. They were amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, we, we get to see, I mean, not before we, you know, staying out of spoiler territory, we get to see a lot more of that world. Yeah, the world keeps getting bigger and also a little more confusing to me. It's like, yeah. so does, like, this criminal underworld just run everything? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, again, mm. it becomes a situation where But like, at this point, like, but I accept that because it's just, that's that's that world. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's just, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it'll be, it's whatever think, it is to facilitate the plots and the set pieces. Right. But, it, like, I don't know. I think a lot of it too. Part parts of it are deliberately iconic, yeah, uh, as opposed to realistic. Sure, sure. There, I mean, there's that's the hallmark of the movie. Yeah, I mean, there is a the little bit of myth going on inside. Well, I, I'd even go so far as to say a fair amount of. There's like, a whole yeah. hell of a lot of. Myth. There's a yeah. good amount of myth. They do a lot more world building in this one, which is like. Yeah. See, generally, I would, I would. Each movie builds on the on the previous for the world. Sorry. Like, oh, yeah. you're all right. I, I was just gonna say that, like. In a vacuum, world building, it's like, okay, cool, that sounds like a good thing. But, like, it gets to a point where it just kind of feels like they're doing it just to do it or to, like, to make an excuse for the next set piece or whatever. Like, I I enjoyed, I I feel like I probably instinctually I agree with you that, although this is still a really awesome movie, totally worth watching, it's the weakest of the three. And part of that is I feel like one had the, like, immediate intimacy of learning the character and what he was going through, just the small-scale stuff. Mm. And two, had the advantage of the world-building and other cool characters and, like, okay, this is awesome in a different way. Right. But then three was just kind of like, now okay, we well, detail. now, you know, we're, we're going to just, like, world-build on top of world-build on top of world-build, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, you get to a point where less is more, and it just kind of, like, stops being interesting. My other problem with the movie was... with. Uh... And like you said, it's inconsistent yeah. or like incomprehensible. My my other problem with three uh, was there were a lot of kind of jarring out of character moments, like yeah. suddenly characters who had been acting one way. Yes, yes, I agree. For two goddamn movies already, suddenly act differently. We'll have to talk about that a bit. Or in they spoilers. just or like the with the movie, like it feels like okay. <clears throat> We only have X amount of like screen time for character interaction or development because we have to squeeze in all these action things. So whenever it happens, there's no context to it. So it feels jarring regardless. Right. Like with one of the antagonists, he's just kind of like, hey, I'm going to say this thing and act like this now. And you're just kind of like, wait, where did that come from? I actually from? really liked him, but... Uh, no, I, I liked it too, but still, it's kind of like yeah. they don't really set any of it up. Well, and, it just kind of happens out of the blue. Yeah, and to kind of build into it, I mean, I like how it opened. It yeah. is There is a certain amount of time that he has, and that builds tension nicely. I think that was a good decision to pick up right where yeah. the other one left off. 
Yeah. That was cool. I, I enjoyed the whole, like, throw you right into it, naked into the woods aspect of it. Yeah. And there's some really cool, like, uh, locales and set pieces, cine cinematography in general. Uh, the library was really cool. Yeah. Um, I liked a lot of the style, you know, with, like, the visuals yeah. and how they kind of mm -hmm. framed things. Mm -hmm. I like how it went, like, there are a lot of, there, like, there, there are a lot of very iconic, um, Locales. Locations, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. the Continental is the Flatiron Building, which yeah. I can't even... I think it's office space, but it gets used in a lot of movies because it looks cool from the outside. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they go to the New York Public Library with the lions in front. And, oh, yeah. Um, and then... Yeah. Um, but then some of the smaller back sets, you know, like, mm -hmm. the, like the Doctor's. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was, you know, it's it's not an iconic place, but it was just set so well. It was so perfect. Yeah, there's a lot of attention to detail that I appreciate in this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, you know, in the, uh, the the gun museum. Mm -hmm. Or, the you know, the... Uh, I think... One could just say what? I think it was a flea market. I thought it was a flea market. I don't know. I don't remember. But, the yeah, the, the weapons... Yeah, the weapons room... Oh yeah, it's like um, okay. When he first goes in there, do you remember at the near the end of Twister, they duck into the shed with a tornado coming after them, and there's all these sickles and blades and sharp pointy things, mm. and they're like, "Oh hell no, <laughs> you know <laughs> who are these people?" <laughs> you know, and run out. Um, it's like John Wick walks in there and goes. Wow, <laughs> you know. Yeah, there's a, I, there is a lot more, um, shall we say, non-firearm related combat in this one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There, and it was, and that's not, that's not either a thumbs up or thumbs down. That's just an observation. Yeah. I can't remember. Did he get any more pencil kills in this one? No. 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 He'd use a lot of a lot of non weapons. A lot uh, of improvised weapons. Yeah, a lot of improvised weapons. But no pencils. No pencils. He did do. Uh, he, he there was he got a, the pencil kills in, into. Yeah, there, there's a running thing though where he would uh, use his hand as like a hammer to drive another weapon home. That was like a, a you know right. a common you know a favorite tactic of his. If you well, will. right, he'll put something in front of and then hit it. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. kind of like Captain America's shield. Why not? It works. It yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he does it. Yeah. Like the everything that he does is super practical. Exactly. And. Yeah. Taught in actual like, which is which is again what we CQC. talked about, <laughs> right. what you and I were talking about earlier. That's why that stuff sticks out so much. Where mm. they're just like, hey, this is an overtop thing because we think it's cool, like because right. then it's like it doesn't really fit what he right. does. Like he's all about efficiency and practicality, you know. Yeah. Oh, so in this guy. also, right, though, exactly. I wanna, you know, I want to kind of bring something else in here. Um, there are a lot of things that we don't see in this movie. Um, that we would see in a Schwarzenegger or a Rambo, you know, or, or a, you know, uh, we don't get one-liners after the kill. Right. You know, there's that, not that moment of, like, you know, I kicked your ass. There, there's some, <clears throat> there's some comedic banter sometimes, but never right. just like, I killed the guy and now I'm making a, a comment about it. Right, exactly. I yeah. lied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said it let you go. Yeah, he said that. I lied. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, which, you know, is, <clears throat> but, it's uh, Diplomatic uh, uh, immunity. <laughs> just been revoked. Um, but he also he doesn't get the girl. He doesn't sleep with a, a single person, a single woman in this. Well, this what's movie. interesting? 
here's here's the thing. He's very much uninterested in that. Because yeah. he, he lost his wife and he's not going to he just he's not gonna love again. Like, that's just yeah, a fact. Like, exactly. This has been established. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's but it's, it's something we haven't seen in any of the three movies. It does, uh, that is a very unique that that, that is a that is a uh, a point worth spending a moment on though, because in so many movies it's like the the whole trajectory goes like this. It's like I love someone. I lost them. It's tragic. I'll never love again. But wait, I do. <laughs> right. And they wind up but, with a new person. But wait, wait there's more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. wait, our, fo- our clothes just fell off. <laughs> but in yeah. this case, it's just like, I lost my wife, and I will never love again, and that's it. I will never love again. And also, right. it's not just like, it's not a ridiculous, like, the Punisher, like, oh, they were riddled with bullets, and now I must avenge them. It was just like, she got cancer. She got cancer and, she, and died. And she died, and there's not a damn thing anybody could do about it. There's no righteous revenge. There's no right. There's no nothing. It's just, life yeah. sucks. Bad things happen to good people. His and whole, and, and his, whole, his whole thing is is that she wanted him to continue living. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so he's trying to honor that. That's the whole thing with the dog. Right. You know, and so it is very... So, and this is the other part... When John Wick gets ready to go into a fight, um, he it's like he's going on a date. Elaborate. Okay, so he, I mean, the suit, the tie, the tactical belt, or it's like the suit, the tactical belt, the tie. <laughs> um, you know, it's like he goes into a combat like a professional. And there's also the, the importance of the first impression. We're talking about a first date. So. <laughs> exactly. First impression. You want, you, know, you want to make a lasting well, impression. Exactly. Well, you know, you're going to kill somebody. You need to dress for the occasion. This yes. is an important moment in their life. <laughs> yes. The end. <laughs> the end, right. It's always a very this important moment. This is monumentous, you know. Yes. You, you want to dress well, you know. Yeah. But um, you, want, you want to maybe go to the location ahead of time just to make sure yeah. there's nothing unexpected. Well, and when, yes. he gets, yes. when he gets ready for it, a lot of parallels. When he gets ready for for combat, um, it's very elegant. Yeah, it's very classy. It's like John Wick is the gentleman is the gentleman action action hero, more so even than James Bond. <laughs> In a way, that is true. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's what I think makes him so cool. Is like he's going into battles like I'm going to go kill somebody. I'm look good for this. And it's like, um, he doesn't have a license to kill, he just does and doesn't give a fuck. Right, right. No, usually he's tired <clears throat> to kill. But, yeah, he, he is and he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck. Um, and it's not... It's like when he... Uh, there, there are several points where the music is not heavy metal. Uh, yeah, I'm talking for an hour. We should probably... We yeah. should probably cut for, mu- for spoilers. <coughs> for territory, cause, yeah. Because we only have like a half hour left. And I know exactly what music to put here, and it's public domain. Yeah, public domain. We're gonna use winter, um, so. So um, we, we, we rambled for a while without getting into spoilers. Now there will be spoilers. Um, we are free to talk freely. So yep. things that I found gratuitous in this movie. 
Um, like, there were a few things that were just random, randomly there and really, like, just random gross-out shots. Like throwing the axe to the dude's head? Um, or the or knife that? going in the person's eye. <clears throat> um, or the ballerina pulling off her toenail. Yeah, that was a... That yeah. was... Okay, see, and I... I, mean, I, yeah, I, I think I can understand. Yeah. That may have just been how the knife landed. Like, I don't know. Well, no, that was when they were actually... He was actually... Oh, you mean when he pushed it into yeah, the Yeah, there's the guys into the guy. That, yeah, and I think yeah. that was a cinema... Uh, cinema uh, I actually didn't mind the axe to the head. That was... Yeah, that's John Wick. That's like, he, I'm going to throw this axe... He threw the axe and it hit him in the head. Yeah, threw the yeah, axe across the room. Spot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the... Okay, the, the ballerina toenail scene... Uh, and you, you, they had already get get. Uh, that was that was an exclamation point at the end of several different exclamations. They had points. already pretty well hammered home at this point. It sucks to be here. No, actually, <laughs> it's it sucks to be Russian. Yeah, because life is suffering. <laughs> life is suffering. Yeah, although I, I loved Angelica Houston's, but yeah, that was an exclamation point that I didn't think needed to be there. Yeah, but by the same token. I could see the purpose to it, because uh, the whole thing about this is killing is not pretty. No, and they don't make it. You know, they don't. They don't try to make it pretty, which is why I guess I, in my watching of it, I could excuse it. I could cringe a little bit. I, it was. It, it was somewhat rather cringy to me. So yeah. I, I have a question. This this like uh, facility, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> are we to understand that they're like training assassins? Yeah, that was my impression. They, and were, they're, they're, they were taking on Balkan orphans. Yeah. Um, and they were training them in the arts. Training them but in... But that's what was confusing to me, is that, like, the men were, like, wrestling and doing the stuff that seemed directly related, but then all the women were just doing ballerina shit. Uh, yeah. I'm, um, sure that, I'm sure that in John Wick 4 there will be a thing where he needs to execute a perfect plie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I think I think it, the, the audience is like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can understand some of that being Wait, relevant, so of course, because you know you got to be like, yeah, nimble and agile and all that. But like, it seemed like that's all they were doing. It's just all they were doing. Well, I think just, that was all we got to see them doing. Well, yeah. I guess, but when you have several different shots like that, it just yeah, I, it I, I seemed wanna, a little confusing to me in that sense. Yeah, I would want to go watch it through because in any John Wick, there is in anything with John Wick, there are details you that you know. I'd, I'd be looking for knives tucked somewhere in the ballerina's costume or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's like you said. But what you I see think the ballerina. Yeah, but I think the part of the reason for the ballerina, a lot of the ballerinas, is because of the low cut backs. You can see they all have the same tattoo that he did. Ah. Uh, yep. Fortis uh, Fortuna Adivant. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, fortune favors the bold. Fortune, fa- fortune favors the prepared. The prepared. By the way, I, I think it's fair. Um, it's, it's <laughs> fair another mind. random observation here. It's fair to say in this um, in this movie in this chapter, uh, John Wick gets the most uh, physically destroyed. I mean, he he has a finger cut off and he gets brained. He cuts off his own damn finger. Well, yeah, he cuts right. it. He cuts it himself. That was actually one of the pieces of like that was actually something. It was like okay, so John Wick. Is giving up his marriage to work under the high table so he won't be killed, and then immediately changes his mind on that. Well, that's because they asked him to do something that he could not do, uh, but he didn't immediately change his mind. They, okay, yeah, and here's the, here's the thing: yeah, the high table and the adjudicator. 
I wanted her to get a bullet to the head. Yeah, she she really deserved to die. She's a smug. Yeah, she's bitch. a smug little bitch. You know, because and she I never got her hands dirty either. No, she didn't. She she made she just a, makes phone calls. That's all she yeah. fucking does. Well, and, but then here's the thing, and I think this is where uh, this explains. Um, oh, the guy who uh, runs the Winston Winston, Winston. W- explains to me a lot of Winston's behavior. The high table goes around and says basically the only favors you know you should be following are ours. Mm-hmm. Ours is the only relationship that you should be um, you should be honoring. If we say kill John Wick, we don't care if you owe him your life. Right. You helped him. You repaid a favor. But we don't we don't want you repaying favors to anyone else. Only us. So what they were saying is only we matter. It's kind of like the um, it's kind of like the communist Politburo and the USSR. It's like. All the it's like everyone is equal, and this is how the society works. Except for us, we can do whatever we want. We're filthy right. rich and corrupt. All, and yeah, all the rules <laughs> apply to you, not to us. Right. And what, what I because when and yet at the same time he chickens out and is like, "Give me back my hotel," and he shoots John. But that's, see, I interpreted that as him giving John a chance because he yes. knew that he was. That's that's a fucking. He knew to shoot him in the head if he really wanted to kill him. That's yeah, true. And he very, he very deliberately staged that, so he's like, ah, 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 and he goes off the building. Yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah and he and had to know ahead, see, here's the thing. He had to know ahead of time that they were going to ask him to do that. So if he wanted to do that, he would just shoot John when he wasn't paying attention and be like, hey, here's dead John Wick. And Right. Well, he knew, well I guess he knew if he did that front, he wouldn't have the leverage to deal. But. Exactly. Cause he, yeah, but still, that, he had to know what was coming. He would have done it a much better way. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like they, they really rushed that scene. I, well, yeah, I know that there's more, that there is deeper... Um, levels. There's deeper well, motivations there, yeah. but it, they weren't very well communicated. I agree the pacing was bad. They should have trimmed some stuff up front and allow that yeah. scene to breathe a little more. Yeah. Yeah. My but, my, yeah. Drama- my, uh, my dramaturgical uh, <laughs> con- concept. Is that a discipline? Dramaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. a bar discipline. A <laughs> Dramaturgy yeah. is in fact an academic discipline. Yeah, but I'm thinking you, you joke, but yes, <laughs> but um, but see, it, it, but here here's the the, the larger. Oh, that's thing. usually actually theater history, but that's side of the point. Yeah, uh, but here, here's here's the larger point to that. Winston knew that. I mean, first of all, this guy, member of the high table, completely abused the entire favor relationship system. Yeah. In two, he forces John. To do something, and then immediately stabs him in the back. And then immediately stabs him in the back, and there is no, because he's high table, and then runs to the to the Continental. Yeah. Because he thinks John can't reach him there. It's the ultimate hypocrisy too, because it's like he finally uh, he he decides to kind of throw in the towel and just shoot him to to get the job done. But it's like, because of their hypocrisy, he was in that situation in the first place. Right. And then they turn guy, around and go, oh my god, you broke yeah, the rules. Because, yeah, and, and here's, here's, the, here's the hypocrisy of it. He hires John to kill another member of the high Yeah, that, that also really bugged me. Like, right. why wasn't there an adjudicator that was sent to investigate this whole, so what's-her-ass just got killed? Right. Right. Yeah, and to be fair, it's like, John Wick is just a trigger man at the end of the day. 
right? Like no matter how good he is, he, he's not calling shots. He's not. He's not. Some. He's not on the high table or anything. Right. So he wouldn't they be, be more interested in the person who put him up to it? Well, because the person who put him up to it was high table. Was well, part of high well table he only became high table when when his sister was killed. I guess. I, I guess assassination is a is a legitimate means of ascension. But you'd still think that from a political if perspective, he, it's kind of like the whole stuff. It's the whole meme of you may be on this council, but we don't grant you the title of Jedi Master, like. Uh, the other people that have been around there and have been there arguably more legitimately mm-hmm. see this person come up and then betray his own family, no less, to get there. Right. You'd Which think they would have an axe to grind and not trust him, and they didn't or that might, Or they might be going, hey, you know what? Or I could be like, next. Yeah. You know? Or they could be like, yeah, we respect <clears throat> you know, we respect his skills. Well, hey, there's... Because evidently, you know, that... You're that, an innovator. Right, exactly. Yeah. Evidently, that was a legitimate means of ascension. Is well, you know, she couldn't protect herself well enough. You know, well, survival of the fittest and all that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so there is that. There is that innate hypocrisy, and Winston is forced to uh, enforce those rules. Well, that's very much a uh, for Winston. It's very much like um, there's a whole like letter of the law and spirit of the law situation. There. Exactly. So it's like Winston has this like sense of honor. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, granted, some of it's just self-interest as well. He's yeah. like, he doesn't want to lose his power and his influence and everything. But right. but you know, like he seems legitimately like you know invested in kind of like going about business as usual right. as he considers it. And, and he follows the rules, but evidently the high table says you didn't follow the rules enough. Right. You know, or he's like you, you gave didn't... you gave him an hour, therefore you die. Yeah, and I'm just like, wait a second, you... He just put a $14 million bounty out on John Wick. But you gave him an hour. And over multiple days, dozens of assassins have tried and failed to kill him. And you didn't do the stupid thing and try to kill him right there. You gave him an hour. Well, duh, you know, you know... And that's the thing. That's what I think Winston and at the end of it, the Bowery King are all about fighting. Because Winston set John's John up to fuck the high table. And Winston and, played yeah. the high table. Yeah. Right. And the Bowery King <clears throat> definitely has an axe to grind against the uh, the high table, given the fact that they... Um, seven cuts? Seven bullets, seven cuts there. By the way, yeah. I just I love the symmetry of the Matrix references where now Lawrence Fishburne is tutoring him in war. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's come full circle. Right. And by the way, that was a great little shout-out there. Of, it, I'm going to need guns. Lots, lots of guns. Of guns. <laughs> right. Yeah, they had, lots a couple, of guns. they had a couple fun uh, fun callbacks. Well, yeah. and the thing is, is the high table in going after John Wick is alienating every ally they possibly have. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, even if, like, you know, theoretically... They kill John Wick in the process. They've lost so much right. that it becomes a Pyrrhic victory. Because they, yeah, because they Pyrrhic, uh, Pyrrhic, right? Yeah, Pyrrhic, yeah, Pyrrhic. Uh, because the Russians, um, you know, I mean, they just drove a knife. Yeah, it's even the scorched earth thing. They're, yeah. they're burning all their bridges for one fucking guy. Yeah, because they're burning all their bridges because no one else burned bridges for John. Yeah. So they're going through. It's like we're going to punish you because you well you didn't kiss our ass hard enough. Halle Berry's character burned bridges. Yeah. But By the way, I, I want. I wanted. I have the dude shot her dog, man. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. He shot that dog. Yeah, I get yeah, it. I get it. <laughs> this is what I don't understand about that scene. 
what difference does it make that she just shoots him in the leg instead of killing him right there? In I think it's well, like that's another the, high table guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. From and the that's, things, and that's that's a that's a uh, he didn't kill her. He didn't yeah. kill him. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's a, it's a it's a devil in the details. Um, he shot her dog. She shot him. The dog lived. He lived. <laughs> you know. I just feel like he's not gonna give a shit. Right. Well, I think she killed like born. fifty fucking guys. Yeah, and, and, and her guys. dog bit his balls, and she shot him in the leg. Yeah, like. I don't think he's going to be like, oh, well, everything tabulates up to be even. He's going to try to fucking kill her. Like, It's just guys. You don't need to worry about it. Uh, but yeah, Guys like, are disposable, as evidenced by the fact that they all have the same gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know they all have the same gun because they keep taking magazines off of them and reload theirs. Oh, yeah, that is a good, yeah, that's a good point. For, for a lot of, as, as much of the heightened realism... Of the, mm-hmm. the sur- we'll call it surrealism, yeah, right? right? The John Wick surrealism. Well, no, it's not surrealism. It's it's alternate realism. Well, usually, um, here's the thing. Usually, John takes the gun from the guy and takes his match. True, but there are instances where uh, all those mooks in in that in the Moroccan set piece had the same guy. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it, it could be argued. Well, okay, okay. If you if you, but I right. guess if you're arming a private military, <clears throat> you're gonna have you buy yeah. in bulk. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It could be argued that. Of course, they have the same gun because they have the same outfitter, so... Right. Well, and uh, <clears throat> also... <laughs> Plus, John knew exactly where he was going. Yeah. He was prepared for shit to go sideways. Yeah. If it went sideways, he'd know he had the compatible gear, so... Right. Well, there, there is, there's also this. This is, um, as somebody who plays with guns, using the same kind of ammo is a good thing. Um, and using the same kind of magazine, if, like, I have two rifles that will use the same ma- same ammo, same magazine, and they are, you know, and if I could get more, I would. I've got, actually, no, I've got four rifles that would use similar, use similar, uh, just with two different calibers. Uh, likewise, um, you know, I have a, a couple twenty twos. <laughs> you know, yeah, and there's there's almost no you know, um, so yeah, I mean compatibility in that situation, yeah, he is outfitting a private army, yeah, and you never see when you know when a when a arms deal goes down, the dude doesn't open a box and see you know a revolver and automatic another kind of automatic. It's always automatic, automatic, automatic. It's always the same. Yeah, it's thing. always twelve of the same. Twelve gun. of the same gun. Right, yeah. Right. Um, so yeah. I'm going to buy. A lot of AK forty sevens now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Arms deals are. You know. Now, granted, you have that guy opens a trunk. You know, and he's got a. You know, he's got like sixteen different kinds of. Yeah. Guns. Well, when you're uh, when when you're um, what's his name from MCU? Punisher. No. Or? No. The the guy. The, oh. The, uh, the, the 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 black guy who shows up in every in every one after. Oh. Luke Cage. The, the yeah the the dealer. Freaking! Guy. I can't think of his name. I. Now I can't either. Oh God, yeah, because we're not we're not in the Marvel universe. Uh, uh, <coughs> but yeah, his his van full of Turk. Gun, Turk yes, Turk, yes. His van full of guns was so I got this gun and this gun and this gun. It's basically it's a display window. In yeah, the trunk, he's, he's like he's like welcome to my gun mart. What kind of gun would you like today, gun? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Whereas you know it's like you show up. I need to outfit you because know, that's like. Me and my two buddies are gonna go knock over, knock over a you know a pawn shop. I need a you know I need guns. Well, here's a nine, here's a nine, you know. Um, 
you know, here, here's a I, I need to arm. I, I need to arm a small ninja army. Yeah. Then you go. Then you go to the Sam's Club of guns of gun dealers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you go to the Tony Stark. <laughs> you know, and you're gonna buy Hammer all tech. the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tech, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you go you buy in bulk. So yeah, there yeah. it stands to reason. This is an army. I love that uh, that sequence, by the way. Fighting their way yeah, up. Moroccan. Oh god, with battle. the dogs. This, yes. All the dog stuff so great. Those dogs and they really like testicles. Oh god, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well because yeah, you they don't go for arms. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> well yeah. also, uh I mean I, I that's would... very on brand because uh Wick hits a lot of dudes in the balls. Yeah, he does. Because well, again because it's, it's effective. A... Yeah, like John. U- John uses ball attack. It's super effective. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. It's, uh, John uses whatever. It's super effective. John is the is the premier for our generation. The premier combat pragmatist. Right. Oh yeah. You. It, it, he killed a dude with a book. The point. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was the point <laughs> of fighting. The point of being in a fight for your life is to is to walk away alive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How you make the other person dead does not matter. Does not matter so <laughs> long as you win. Right. Theoretically you want to do so in as efficient a manner as possible. Right. So yes, you go for the balls. Yeah. Well, see there there's a uh, there's a book out by uh, are you familiar with the Iger Sanction? The movie The Agger Sanction, the old 70s movies, anyways, um, by the same author named Trevanian, uh, called Shibumi. Um, and the main character uses a method called Naked Kill, basically where he can kill someone with a pencil, or with a rolled up magazine, or anything. John Wick is fucking Nikolai Hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is, I mean, he is the master of everything in this room is a weapon. Yeah. The yeah. non-improvised, improvised weapon. Yeah, exactly. he's, he's Batmaned it out. He knows yeah. how it's all going to work. Yeah, he yeah. has a plan. Yeah, he is courteous. He is fucking what James Bond wants to be. Right. Yeah. Courteous and has a plan to kill everyone in the room. You know, with his belt, if need be. That was a whole thing. Belt, yeah. You know. Belt food. John like, uses belt. It's super effective. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's another thing is John has this unfailing sense of honor. If he tells you he's not going to kill you, he will fuck you up hard, but he will not kill you. That was one of my favorite bits, by the way, is uh, when, <laughs> when they're getting in that fight, and then the guy's like, hey, like, chill out, he's got passage, and then he just kind of like slowly gives him the knife back. Yeah. Well, not even slowly, just casually, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, here, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, as, as soon as he... As soon as he like, this fight's over! Yeah, okay. as soon as, he, as, soon as <laughs> yeah. John flips the switch and he's not in survival mode, yeah. he just, like, doesn't give a fuck one way or the other. Yeah, and, well, and then the two guys that he fought uh, at the end, in the fight at the end of the, in the Continental, they're like, it's an honor to fight you. By the yeah. way, uh, for those... The two Okinawans? Yeah, yeah for, for those... Um, Weren't those guys from the Raid movies? I don't know. I'm I pretty sure them. those might have guys. been the guys from the Raid. Yeah. yeah. But it, the thing was it, was, it was great. It's like, he beats them and has the opportunity to kill them, but they fought him honorably. I mean, it was like, it was like a social, you know, hey, let's, you know, let's kick each other's ass. <laughs> you know? Because they, yeah, they fought with honor. And so he did not kill them. Every other motherfucker he fought died hideously. Here, here's another thing that kind of bugged me about it is um, in that there are, there are a couple instances there at the end where like they could have killed him and they didn't 
They just like played with their food. Like, what was that about? Like those two guys, they had him dead to rights, right? Like they had him on the ground and they had blades like right next to him. Yeah. And they just let him get up. And... Well, and I think that's that comes down to that whole sense of honor thing. Uh, it would not have been an honorable kill. Why not? It's. Um, I mean, it's... they just. I mean, if you're if you're interested about honor, that... first of all, you're not fighting two on one. Right. Secondly, they you know they didn't do. Well, some... okay. When they it's just, John they, Wick, they had the edge. <laughs> they had the edge. And they could yeah. have killed him, and they right. didn't. Well, and I think I think really part, part a lot of it was that they didn't want to. Yeah, I guess that. Um, uh, I get the impression that they were that their job was actually to soften him up. Oh yeah, that's right. They had specific instruction not, not to, to kill, kill him because him. only by my sword. Only okay. by my sword. Yeah. Yes. I answered my. They, had to, they, they were softening him up for uh, for zero. Right. Yeah. By, yeah, Mark, and, and, and he knew that, yeah. and, and he chose not to kill them right. because he eliminated the threat and moved on. Exactly, they weren't there to kill him, that's, so he wasn't. Yeah, that's fair. That that's makes fair. sense. Yeah, because yeah, they kill by definition they, they weren't a threat because they were. So, gonna kill and them. to answer your other question, yes, they were the guys from the raid. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Um, so technically, they were um, <clears throat> in Indonesian. Yeah, Indonesian, not yeah. not Japanese, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so, that's a common thing where they just. You know, for the yeah. movie... Yeah, they were Shinobi 1 and Shinobi 2, but they were the guys from the raid. <laughs> Shinobi, that's cool. Um, right. Anyway, um, and then that was my that was the other... Okay, so, well, that answers that question, but when he was fighting you know, the boss fight, if you will... Yeah, when he was uh, fighting Zero. He had that moment where he totally could have just killed John Wick. He could just... He had the sword, like, right there. What was up with that? Why didn't he just kill him? I don't get it. Uh, yeah, he that didn't was, read the Oblivion's list. I, I found that really dumb, quite frankly. Yeah. Well, there were there were several times in the fight where he would lead with a fist when he could have gone. With they a weren't sword. the leads from the raid. They were other guys from the raid. No, they weren't leads. but yeah. they were. Yeah, they were dudes from the raid. I'm, that's how I was saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were there were times in combat he didn't make the right decision. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's classic, like you know, movie. Yeah, stuff where she's well, like, yeah. we have to have this fight last longer or have this particular choreography. So they're going to do a thing that wouldn't make sense just because oh. <laughs> they needed to do the thing. It is. What? What? Sorry. Um, I was trying to place where I knew the, the 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 main bad guy from Zero, and he's the chairman from Iron Chef America. Nah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> I knew he looked familiar. Like, but, yeah. Where do I see him from? I liked Zero. He was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it was like, like, I'm a fan. Yeah, he was. He was like a John, he was a John Wick fanboy. He's like, I get to fight John Wick? Yeah. And it's, like, it's going to be we- so much fun. Yeah. It was a reverse weeaboo. Yeah. And I think that's also, part, may also have been part of why he didn't do, you know, he didn't. I can't kill John Wick like a chump. Right? Um, but, you know, but yeah, two on one, it's it's like Winston said, yeah, it's about even. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, they they were fourteen worked. million. He's injured. He's running. Uh, it stays on for decent. <laughs> yeah, but see, I think that yeah, but I think Winston did all of the things that he did to one buy some breathing room and two turn John, John Wick into a weapon that he pointed at the high table. Now, granted, he may have pointed John Wick at himself as well. Yeah, I'm not sure how. It's ambiguous. How Reasonable John is at the moment, right? But yeah. I loved, I loved the scene at the end, where you know the Bowery King asks him something, and all he gets is the finger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. a bloody fucking finger. Which also, back. in a way, is kind of a callback. Well, I mean, it wasn't directly with Lawrence Fishburne, but I, that very opening scene where he's like, 
I give you the finger, you give me my phone call. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because the Bowery King has no love for the high table anymore. No, no, right. no that's for sure. And I mean, for that always, matter, they he think kinda, he's dead. Well, he always kind of didn't. Yeah. It was just yeah. more on the down low. Well, the thing is, the Bowery King, and he makes a very good point. I built this on my own. Right. And then here comes the high table going, well, you know, you still serve us. You know, you're still our bitch. And he's like, fuck no. Well, yeah. also, like, the whole, I mean, he's just saying, like, you know. I am the Bowery. You could replace you could replace me on paper, but it's not really going to be replacing me. Right. They're not going to be able to run it as effectively, if at all. Yeah. That's the way he was doing it. Exactly. Because he had built that. And, again, he owes John Wick his life. Which is the other thing about John Wick. He shows mercy. Um, sometimes when he shouldn't. But against an honorable opponent. I mean, it's like in, in John Wick 2, the, the main bodyguard. Cashin. Yeah. Uh, Cashin. Um, he puts the knife in his aorta. Yeah. And as long as you don't pull the knife out of your aorta before you get to go get to the hospital, you'll live. Professional yeah. courtesy. Exactly. Because the guy <laughs> was just doing his job. <clears throat> right. You know? um, yeah. You know. And... By the way, I, I, I liked Zero. I liked some of the antagonists here. But I think overall... Cash is much cooler. This I, I think true. he was a much better antagonist. He was because there was a connection. I think there was a better connection between him. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a more personal right. relationship there. Yeah, because yeah, Zero just comes in from nowhere. Yeah, he's just some dude. Yeah, John actually talks to Cash before. Right, he's like, "You working?" Yeah. Yeah, it makes <laughs> those scenes. It feels like the scenes are more earned. Yeah. When they have that like lead up and interaction, whereas with this, I mean, it's kind of amusing in its own way. Where he's like, right. "Oh, sweet John Wick, yeah, yeah sign me but up." It, but it was but also, like, yeah, it was also creepy fanboy. Yeah, yeah. You know, because Zero was that creepy fanboy. Most deaf. You know, and um, and when's he gonna be in these movies? Who? Most deaf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But uh, we had Colin. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just. But the the other thing is is. Um, I mean, John Wick is not like a lot of action heroes because, yeah, he's not buffed. He doesn't. He doesn't do the one-liner after the kill. Well, you have to. And, you have to remember. And also, he's not invincible. He's not invincible. And he's he, not paramilitary. Yeah. The, 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 that's the thing. He's not invincible. He's um, implacable. Yes. 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 Implacable. Yeah. He is. He takes an un, un, unbelievable beating and just keeps. Going. going. Yeah, he's yeah. relentless. Yeah, I mean, he's fallen off of a building, and he's still got the moxie to flip off the dude who just saved that, the plot. That made me cringe when they did the whole building pinball. Pin yeah, ping pong thing. thing. Oh, yeah. That sounds so painful. Yeah, and yeah, it looks painful, too. But, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that was one of the ones that they wouldn't let... Ju- let uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was actually a stuntman in that one. It's like, it's all, no, was, no, they wouldn't, because that you, you could tell a dummy. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was just... It was, yeah. He isn't like probably Michael actually Rios. a composite shot, if I had to guess. I would say so. Um, but the uh, the other part, we get to see part of his past. We get to see where he comes from. You know, Jordani. I'm kind uh, of conflicted Jodanich. about that, honestly, because it's like I feel like, in a way, I feel like John Wick is kind of like the Joker in the sense that he's more powerful when you don't know all the specifics. Right. Or uh, to use another example, Han Solo. We don't need to know all this. Like, yeah, but then sometimes again, just leaving it up to the imagination is more interesting. But then Batman. I mean, we know everything about Batman. Yeah, but Batman was never intended to be that kind of character. Yeah, Batman yeah. is 
dark and mysterious to other people, but right. to you as an audience or reader or right. whatever, you know everything I think, about I think him. That's what makes him him. Yeah. They well, may, well, I mean, let, let's be honest here. The directors of John Wick are pulling a lot of their world out of their ass. Right. You got to know that they had, they had, they probably had a decent outline mm-hmm. going into John Wick 1 of some of their ideas. And shit, we're at, we're like out of time, um, unless we just want to keep going. But yeah, we can wrap up for a few minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. want to make sure we cover all our bases. They, they, sure, probably had a basic outline, but I doubt that they had a fully fleshed out world. So they're trying. So when it suddenly was like, yeah, the movie of the of the decade, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and well, this is very this is very much uh, sentimental. Well, I guess we're gonna have to come up with the world now. Yeah, it's very much symptomatic of the whole, like, oh, this movie succeeded beyond our wildest expectations. Oh, shit, we need to figure this out fast. Yeah. Like, how are we going to do this sequel thing and stuff, you know? Because it was very much a self-contained thing with yeah. the first John. Like, the first one, that, that that's why I still like the first one the most. Yeah. Like, the first one didn't sequel bait. Right. Uh, this one sequel baited harder than two, and two ended with him running away from everyone with their phone ringing. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I like it, that he was, he's, he's Russian Roma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just Russian, but Russian, you know, Romani. Um, yeah, it's, with the sequel bait stuff, like, one, I mean, huh. two, two, you knew it was going to be a thing because it was so successful, but, like, it wasn't, ex- I mean, it could have just ended there and left it up to your imagination, I suppose. Yeah. Because uh, you know, yeah. It, the other the other alternate uh, series of events when there's not a meta, how many movies are going to happen consideration is he just disappears and that's it. Right. He gets away and that's it. But with John, with with this with the <laughs> with the sequel bait in three, it's very much just like, oh yeah, we're totally going to do a thing. Like yeah, we're going to have open warfare. There will be. So it, there I mean, will this be one's blood. called fucking Parabellum, which is prepare, prepare for, for war. war. Yeah. Um, which, war. Yeah. The <laughs> next one's just gonna probably be John Wick Chapter Four: War. <laughs> Armageddon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So interesting thing, and this is this is something or that we John Wick see. Chapter Four. Electric Boogaloo. Right. No, that would have been two. That's how it's going to throw things off. Right. So, interesting thing about John Wood. Again, we don't see the whole action figure thing. He was a Marine. Yeah. It's barely mentioned. It. Well, it's not mentioned. The only real way you know he was a Marine was from his tattoos. Exactly. Ah. Yeah, it's he's right, got a, he's got a marine tattoo on one of his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. he's got a marine corps tattoo, <laughs> but he doesn't like you know who are and you know he doesn't he doesn't over over. No, he's, he was obviously a wet work specialist who mm. once he was done in the military went on to become a wet work specialist. Yeah, in the private <laughs> sector. And if you're going for the slogan version of who are, that's an army thing actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, marines is that's Ura. who yeah. It's a ranger thing for the hua. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, now, Marines is Ura. Where, that's yeah, where it gets Ura. confused. Yeah. Oh, okay. Were you saying Ura? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, you I actually did say Ura, but yeah. you meant Ura. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the subtleties of the subculture stuff. It's like, yeah. oh no, no, Hua versus Ura. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one Ura. pronunciation difference. Yeah. Hua is army. Yeah. Hua is army. And then there's Hua, which is Al Pacino. 
Right. <laughs> right, which is H U A H. And then there's Hoo Hot, which is a cha- which is a which is a stir fry. <laughs> and then there's um, Hoo Hot, which uh, is what my dad used to call. Don't tell you. Yeah, tell But uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. I mean, he there is so much understated about all of it mm-hmm. that it does it doesn't pound you over the head with it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that. John Wick is a lot of things, and what I think makes it is that he doesn't have to be, you know, uh, he is implacable. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's skilled. He's the tired murderer, mur- like, he's like, uh, just, I don't want to... I don't want to be a murder uh, hobo anymore. I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> Go away. Yeah, exactly. He's very efficient in his killing. He's not, you know... That's what's funny, too, is <laughs> there's, that, there's that undercurrent. It's not just, like... Efficiency, and prag- uh, pragmatism. There's that undercurrent of I'm tired, so I want to do it most efficiently I'm because I'm done just tired. With this. <laughs> right. I don't have the energy to spend on yeah. killing you in some flashy way. And then, exactly. but then, but then there's John Wick, and then there's you're breathtaking, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you know, it's just like and uh, it's because he really does like as much as people make fun of him for like playing Bill S. Preston in Point Break. He as a, as an actor, he matured very well. Like yeah. he is a good he is a good actor. Oh yeah, he really is. But the thing is, is that you can still see John Wick. You know, he doesn't look different than John Wick. But well, he does if he shaves his beard. You, well, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing is, is, even when he doesn't shave the beard, he doesn't look different from John Wick. It's just that he's like, you can imagine that's what John Wick looks like on a good day. Yeah, you know. Because of the way he portrays portrays that character, yeah. he, he's he's not he's deadly, efficient. He's not, and it's what I like about him is that I don't have to pump iron sixteen hours a day and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger to to think that you know you know just have to hurt a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but you know I mean he is in damn good shape. Yeah, he's given in good, the yeah. amount of shit like. Because, I mean, his acrobatic takedowns that he sometimes does, mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, yeah. he picks people up and throws them. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff, I mean... Some, it's it's yeah. the difference between bodybuilder strength and, like, half Thor Bjornsson strength. Yeah. Like, half Thor Bjornsson, yeah. the world's strong, you know, the, the mountain. Mm-hmm. He is ridiculously strong, but he's got a gut... Um, yeah. And yeah. he's a big dude. And, and yeah. there was a, there was a guy who was talking about that. He's uh, got barbarian Marsh. strength as opposed to yeah. Well, he's talking, he talks about you know like get these guys in there, uh, and they'll you know they they're all buff and strong and everything. But you get them halfway through you know a an exercise routine, and they're just they're huffing and puffing and they're not even into warm ups. Uh, you get guys like Hathor or uh, was it? Uh, uh, Tony Reyes now, uh, the guy who just won the heavyweight, the dad bod, heavyweight dad bod champion of the world, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, fat dude knocks out knocks out a knocks out the heavyweight champ, um, and they're the ones who will, you know, lift hay bales and things like that because yeah, it's not, you know, it's not being. Oh, there ripped. was one random thing I wanted to uh, t- 
top mention in the movie as we're wrapping up here. Uh, did anyone else, else get Final Fantasy VII vibes from the motorcycle scene? Yes! yes. That's oh very much God. felt like they oh, lifted the Final yes. Fantasy VII action oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, like, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so here's Cloud in the sword fight. I mean, yeah. That well, was I, love very the, much... I love the part where they were... <laughs> oh, that was also the other piece of geek news that we kind of... Oh yeah, Final Fantasy VII. The remake of Final Fantasy VII has a release date. Oh, I did not know that. I think it, I think they gave it a release date. It was it was next year, but I thought they actually gave. Yeah, it a release but here's date. the thing though. I thought did they? I thought I heard something about that being an episodic thing. Though. That is not what I've heard. Okay, well I hope that, you're that's right. That's been the joke. Oh, that's a joke. That that's. Been, I could have sworn there was a legit like a legit story. I think they were thinking for a while of making it episodic to get releases out sooner. Oh. And and from now and and at which point it then turned into an internet meme of, oh yeah, it's uh, forty dollars for the for disc one, it's forty dollars for disc two, <laughs> forty dollars for disc three, and if you want the DLC where Aerith lives, that's another twenty bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Tifa for life, or Tifa. I guess. That's right, Tifa. Yeah, and evidently they originally had Tifa with this, you know, much larger rack than she actually had. <laughs> well. Yeah, they they got her more realistically proportioned, which was nice. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, John Wick three. Like I, I heard it, I heard it's the same. It's just that she has a more effective sports bra situation going on. <laughs> John Wick three to get back on on topic so we can wrap up um, was good. Like I'm not, despite the fact that I'm saying it is my least favorite of the three. Right. It's not like I'm I I. I yeah, I'm still actively thinking about going and seeing it. Again. I mean, I, I I loved it. I had a great time. It, I'm definitely going to pick yeah. it up on Blu-ray. It wasn't like um, a disappointment or anything. It's just it's kind of like it's one of these things where it's like it's hard for it to not. It's it's hard for it to be as good or better when you keep churning out iterations. Yeah. You know, like it's just kind of the nature of the beast. I kind of feel like with this kind of a movie, like the more you yeah. do it, the more the better the chances are it's not going to be as good. Yeah. Like that's just that's just science. You know. <laughs> they so. probably really need to end with four. Yes. Yeah. I think and one so. would hope that that's a that's a logical place for them to end anyway, mm-hmm. because it's like everything is crazy, spaghetti at the wall, open yeah. warfare, like all the things. We're just gonna throw all the John things. John Wick's at you. gonna end up killing everyone on the high table and the elder, and become the new elder of uh, above the high table. Right. And that'll be the. Or actually, no, actually no, he'll probably end up dying, and Winston will become the new elder above the high table. I would say that it would be the Bowery King. By the way, uh, drink, John Wick drinking game. Every time someone talks about tables, take a drink. I would. Yeah, that would. That I mean, I have a decently high alcohol con, uh, tolerance, and I think that might end me. Also, yeah. built-in pun: <coughs> when you beat someone else at the game, you drink. You've drank them under the table. Uh, oh, Get out. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, but yeah, I, it, there's so much to unpack about John Wick. Yeah. You know, I mean, just. But yeah, that's the t- the TLDR is it was good. Know, yeah, didn't listen, I guess. Check it out. Yeah, um, TLDR. Yeah. TLDR is, watch it. It's good, but be prepared to have it not be as good as the others. Yeah. Right. Although it made more than the others, um, it made more than the other two combined. I think. Really. Um, it made uh, it made one hundred and forty three, almost one hundred and forty four million. Hmm. Uh, the first one made ninety-two million. The other, the second, uh, the first one made forty-three million. The second one made ninety-two million. Yeah, the first one was a sleeper hit. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a whole like strong Blu-ray game situation. Yeah, it was yeah. like word of mouth. I I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, neither did um, I. Yeah, but then come around the end of the year, um, and 
I watch a lot of people on the on the YouTube's saying like who yeah I have friends movies. that recommended the and they're like and and yeah. and both and like three different YouTubers were all like and my favorite movie of the year was John Wick. I was like I didn't even hit, what yeah. <laughs> well the thing is is it made more the first one made more outside the U S mm-hmm. than uh, than it did inside the U S. Um, <clears throat> And the second one barely made less than it uh, did, so I was just like, "Yeah, it's." It yeah. Been. Well, I mean that that's also just as more word of mouth grows. Right. In any case, uh, we've been going for ten minutes over our usually allotted schedule anyway. So uh, this has been Neil, the one true Ben, and Mike, and we'll talk to you next week on Geek Fanth- or next time on Geek Fanthology. I need to stop saying week. <laughs> This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter T and the number 80. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Interstitial this week was Basewalker, also by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. If you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. Please also check out our Twitter and Facebook pages for links to interesting things, as well as our Discord. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us either by making a one-time donation on our website or a reoccurring one on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. This episode was delayed by Shakespeare and a crappy internet connection. Neil could control one, but not the other.